Okay. Well, this episode is going to be a little different. Pretty sure I'm going to start every podcast saying, okay. (laughs) Anyways, not the point. We're going to be talking about some new mom stuff. Because, you know, with my two years of experience as a mother, I am certainly qualified to talk about this, don't you know? Well, I mean, I'm back on another website looking at questions that, you know, what does it say? It says, 12 questions every new mom asks. And I'm here to tell you my personal responses because I know you want to hear them. So the first question is, do I really have to breastfeed for a whole year? Uh, no. (laughs) I told myself I was going to do that because everybody else in the entire universe kept telling me to do that. Like my doctors and all sorts of people, like the WIC people. Like you better breastfeed for a whole year, honey. Otherwise, it's just not going to get enough nutrients. No. 100%. They'll be fine. Pretty sure I was at eight months that I had just kind of like you know it was time I wasn't producing as much as I should have could have been not that I was really honestly keeping on top of it (laughs) but you know at that point too he's starting to move around he's crawling he's babbling he's getting teeth in I was I was done so that's when I started switching over to formula and I tell you what it is a lifesaver it's a whole lot less on your part I think the only true good part about like breastfeeding were the breaks that I got to take at work so I could go pump (laughs) and that took a good like 20 minutes out of my day and I had to do it at least like three times out of the work day so what do you know it's like a whole hour of break I don't think they really liked it, but I did. And you know what? It was for my kid, and technically it's legal. So, boom. I mean, keep at it if you want to want to use that excuse. Do I need to sterilize bottles and pacifiers after every single use? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's been so many times when my kid will just finish a bottle and I'm like, you know what, rinse it out, just kind of like use your hand and just scrub it out, get like your little finger and the nipple part, call it good. <laughs> I don't have time every single time to make sure that it is 100% like spec free, anything free, clean, like if he's, if we're in a hurry, you best believe that I am just rinsing that, getting a little soap in there, like, swishing it around. I'm sorry if that's, like, gross to some people, but you don't know my kid, okay? <laughs> he doesn't care, and he's very picky and wants it now. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then the third question, what constitutes sleeping through the night, and will it ever happen? Um, it does happen for like maybe a couple of months and then it goes away. Your kids develop sleeping patterns. Definitely. That like it's on their own term. You know how you have like your REM sleep cycles. Their cycles are totally different than the rest of ours. So like my kid, 100% I know exactly from the time that I put him to bed, I have three hours until he wakes up again for his first time to get up. 
And then it's another two to three hours after that that he get up, he'll get up for like the second time. And then by the time it's like morning rolling around, he's always up like an hour before like we truly need to be up. And then I just cuddle him in the chair and we sleep for another hour. That has been the routine for the last six months. And I don't think it will ever change. And if he's not with me during the night, then I'm on his cycle. So I'm up at midnight, I'm up at three, and then I'm up at seven, and then I'll get up at eight. It's a wonderful time. Truly love it, especially when I have work. That was sarcasm. Hopefully it does happen later on in life. Maybe by the time he's three, he will sleep through the night. I think for newborns, technically sleeping through the night is longer than six hours. But, you know. Will that ever happen? Truly depends on your kid. (laughs) Number four. My mother-in-law says I'll spoil my infant by holding him too much. True, absolutely not. You hold him as much as you possibly can. By the time he is two, he's not going to want you. He's going to just head on out. He's going to leave you behind. He doesn't care about you anymore. I mean, he does, but he's growing independence. He's on his own. He's doing whatever he wants to do, and you're just there. You know, you're just mom. Hold him as long as you possibly can. And the struggle is everybody else is going to want to hold him too, especially when he's newborn. So you make sure that you get your time in there because it will go by so fast. And you're going to, you're always going to want to hand off your kid. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, you're going to be like, yes, can you just hold him for a second while I go pee? <laughs> while I grab something to snack on? Don't let you, don't let yourself give away too many moments, you know? Keep some for yourself. Is green poop normal? Totally! So many weird poop combinations you're gonna get until he's about like a year old and pooping halfway normally. My kid still doesn't even poop normally. It's fine. It's all mushy. (laughs) Green poop, I believe, is from uh, formula, you know? Sometimes when you're breastfeeding that can happen too I don't know I mean as long as it's not like red I think we're in the clear number Hmm. I skipped one we're technically on number six now my child doesn't exactly sleep like a baby he's constantly flailing is something wrong (laughs) oh man I can't even tell you. I don't even think. It's pretty much every single time I put my kid down to sleep. He's sitting there. He has this little blanket. And it's like a crocheted blanket, right? So he sticks his little fingers in there. And he just like is constantly like arm up, arm down. Fingers in the holes, fingers out of the holes. Like over and over for the like good 20-30 minutes. And his eyes are closed. And I'm really not sure if he's sleeping. Or if he's just kind of like... Sitting there with his eyes closed playing. But eventually, you know, it does stop. Kid isn't going to do that the whole time. We eventually sleep sleep. But yeah, flailing babies is... (laughs) That's fine. It's okay. Alright, number seven. Is it always bad to wake a sleeping baby? Um... No, I guess if in like the newborn sense you have to wake up your kid... 
um, like for feedings and stuff like that. They should be fed every four hours, I believe. I mean, it's only been like, what, a year and a half that I've had to like wake up my kid. Time flies, I tell you. Um, but when they're two, <laughs> I wouldn't suggest it unless you have to be somewhere or something's going on. Your kid should sleep and you should enjoy it. <laughs> Alright, how many layers of clothing does my infant need to go outside? Do you know what I did? Oh my gosh. So I used to stick my kid in like onesie pajamas and probably have like a like a onesie, just like a shirt onesie, and then I'd have his onesie pajamas on, then I would stick him in his snow pants, and then I'd stick him in like his coat and then his boots and his mittens and then his hat when it was winter. That's 100%. I was like, you're not going to be cold whatsoever. You're going to be warm. You're going to be bundled. Like, he was. I think he was a little too warm. But, you know. <laughs> um, but, I don't know. Like, on a cold day, just some, sh like, a shirt and pants and a, a jacket. I think the only main thing is making sure that their feet and hands are covered if it's too cold. Most of the time they're pretty good. And heads when it's like a newborn. You gotta keep hats on them, stuff like that. Make sure their body temperature is staying normal. Other than that, I mean, whatever you would normally wear is pretty much good for them. Um, number nine. If I drink a glass of wine, do I have to pump and dump? Um, I mean, that's kind of a iffy one. If you're drinking a whole glass of wine, yes. But if you're drinking a normal technical serving glass of wine, I would say you'd be fine. But that's just my opinion. You do you. Don't drug your baby. Okay. Number 10. Why are infants supposed to wear a hat all the time? Oh, well, we're back on that. So... I mean, they don't have to wear it all the time, per se, but especially if it's at night or, um, you know, they're sleeping, stuff like that. It's just better practice to keep a hat on their head to keep the, the body heat inside because heat becomes expelled through, like, the head and the feet. So you got to make sure that you're just keeping their little internal temperature at the same rate because babies... They're getting mad if they're cold. Like, they don't like it whatsoever. They'd rather be warm. They just came out of your warm little belly. They're not going to be happy coming into some cold weather, I'll tell you what. When my kid was born, it was the funniest thing ever. It was, like, his first bath, I believe. And they're showing us how to, like, you know, do it. How to, like, just wash all of him. It's not that hard. Just washing a baby, you know. You're, like, a new mom and a new dad. And you're, like, freaking out. Like, oh, I wash my kid. So, they have a little warmer, and I swear I would have invested in one if it wasn't, like, going to be so quick that he just got out of that phase, but he was crying and crying. He hated being in the water. It was not his thing, and as soon as they stuck him under this warmer, like, it's, it's like an incubator kind of a deal, they stuck him under that, like, warming lamp, and he just, he just laid there, and his eyes were closed. He was, like, silent, you know? Like, it was magic, okay? Those things are fantastic. Make sure that you stick your kid in those after 
putting them in a bath and you'll see the transformation but anyways that's like the longest answer to a question um number 11 my pediatrician told me to nurse my baby every three hours does that mean from the start of a breastfeeding or the end because his session sometimes lasts an hour oh my gosh okay well first i'm so sorry your kid should definitely not be feeding for an hour i feel like that's a little too much and or you might not um be producing as much or letting off as much you know what I'm trying to say um definitely from like well they say the start I was gonna say the end from the start of your feeding I suppose until the next one is the three hour mark I don't know my kid was pretty good at telling me when he was hungry you know you learn the cries you get it pretty quick he definitely kept at it and watch out for cluster feedings uh, it's more towards like the beginning when your milk starts coming in and stuff like that they feed like every 15 minutes <laughs> but it shouldn't last long you know they should get onto a routine and y'all can figure it out you become like in sync with that kind of stuff you know he knows she knows whatever Number 12, can a newborn truly have her days and nights mixed up? Um, technically, yes. If you're, like, putting them on that kind of a schedule, you know, you need to make sure that you have, like, routines down. Because your kid can sleep all day and keep you up all night because it's completely opposite, you know. So, you need to make sure that you're setting like your times right for your nap times it needs to be the same time every time it needs to be the same time to wake up for like the first nap and then the second nap needs to be the same time and you need to make sure you wake up at a certain time so they go to bed at the right time like it's it's complicated i know but if you don't you'll be like me <laughs> i was watching friends i believe with my kid at three in the morning because he woke up he had the hiccups and he was just wide awake. There was no putting him down whatsoever. So I was like, all right, well, friends it is. Here we go, kid. Cutest thing ever. Well, those are all the questions on there. Um, let's find some more. Why not? <laughs> They'll probably repeat. I think the biggest thing, like a biggest question for new moms is like, how to get your kid to sleep. And stuff like that. Like sleeping schedules. Because I was constantly waking up. I was sleeping in the same room as my kid. It was a nightmare. <laughs> I eventually, I did what everybody told me not to do. I put him in my bed with me. And mind you, I've got like a king size bed. So there's like a whole half of the bed that he just slept on. And I had like, you know, like a the side of the bed so he couldn't roll off I'm not just gonna let my kids sleep on some random bed where he possibly could roll off I'm a good mom but you know he would sleep next to me and I would cuddle with him until he fell asleep and then I'd just pull my arm out from under him and bam and every time he woke up just rolled over next to me and went back to sleep it was fantastic sometimes you just <laughs> you gotta do the wrong thing I'm sorry, but, like, if I wasn't doing that, my kid would have been waking up every 15 minutes freaking out. So, that was my, my thing. Ooh, is breastfeeding really the key to bouncing back? 
in my opinion. Yes, because when I was still breastfeeding, I was like pretty much back to my pre-baby weight. And then as soon as I stopped, I gained like another 10 to 15 pounds. It's not so much like, it's it's like the circulation of like the hormones, you know, everything like working inside of you to like produce the milk and stuff like that. I think that's pretty much why you're kind of like losing weight, you know, like everything's just working at like a faster pace. And then when you stop, it just like slows down again. <laughs> so... I think the key to keeping the baby weight off is to actually work out, which this mama needs to get back to. Um, mm -hmm. What do I do with the umbilical cord? <laughs> oh man, I'm pretty sure his fell off like two weeks after he was born. Something like that. And it fell off in his pajamas. Like, I was taking his PJs off and I was changing his diaper and I, like, noticed it just, like, sitting in there. And I was like, oh my gosh! I honestly think we kept it in, like, a little baggie and put it somewhere, you know, like, one of those little keepsakey type things. I don't know. So, that's what we did. But, I mean, maybe most people just kind of throw it away. Maybe. I don't know. Um, does my baby even know who I am? 100%. So, this was, like like the tearjerker moment for me when I had my son I think everybody else in the room was crying and I'm just sitting there on my epidural like in heaven it was fantastic to just sit there and not feel anything and they're like your baby's already halfway out I'm like really <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> like just in another world and everybody's sitting there like bawling they're like oh my gosh she's so beautiful I'm like oh yeah totally so he comes out he's crying of course most babies do and they put him on my chest and I was like hi little mans and as soon as I said that instantly he stopped crying and he's just like just cuddled up to me he's just like right there he's listening to my heartbeat and I was just oh I was in heaven and then they took him away because they had to weigh him and do all the rest of the crap. And he's just crying and crying and crying. And then as soon as he comes back to me, he's just back asleep on my chest. And I was just the sweetest, most, like, connective moment that we've ever had, you know? Like, oh, it was so perfect. And that's, like, the best thing ever when babies fall asleep on your chest. I mean, it's only really going to happen until he's up to six months old because then they just get too big. Ugh. But that was the best. Oh, I could do that so many more times. When will I stop leaking? <laughs> Whenever you pump, dude. <laughs> leaking? Unless it's like a like one of those um, reactive things. You know, when you hear a baby cry or anybody crying and you're a mom who's lactating. I mean, there's, like, the saying, like, you know, like, everything will, like, come down, like, the letdown, I think is what it is. I never had that. I don't know. Like, my baby crying never, like, triggered something in my body to, like, start producing milk. It was, like, you know, he had to actually, like, sit there and, like, you know, start doing his thing in order for it to come out. So, I never really had that problem unless I was, like, not pumping or, you know, like, releasing crap. So, that's, I don't know how to help in that situation. Um, 
for how long is personal time off the table? Never. <laughs> of course, in the beginning, you're definitely going to be, like, you know, all about your baby. And hopefully, you're going to be all about, like, resting. Because I don't think I did anything for a good month you know, like, I didn't want to, like, get up. I wasn't going to do dishes. I wasn't going to do laundry. I just shoved something out of my vagina. Sorry to say that word, but yeah, it happened, okay? And it's a medical term. Sorry. It's just, you know, like, I was constantly, like, waddling around after he was born because everything's messed up. You just got sliced open, stitched back together, and you're just supposed to call it good. <laughs> Now it takes time, honey. It takes a lot of time to recover yourself. So, personal time, I guess, out of the house, I would say a couple of weeks to a month, you know, get back on track with healing. <laughs> Is this supposed to hurt when I breastfeed? Oh, it hurts in the beginning, that's for sure, because they're just not aware of your boob. Like, who wants that? Nobody. <sighs> but you get used to it. Literally, it ends up to the point where you're like, yep, this is normal. But I don't think it should be, like, painful, painful. Shouldn't be that bad. Um. <laughs> How long is too long to let my baby cry? <sighs> That's tough. Especially when you're trying to do the sleep training thing. You gotta let your baby cry sometimes. You just do. They eventually fall back asleep. They have to. That's all they have to do. <laughs> um, it just, I don't know, it depends. Like, especially, this was my biggest thing. I was always in the car, and I would always have him in the back, right? And I'd be, like, getting food in a drive through place or getting coffee or something, and my baby would always cry right when I was up at the window. And I'm not going to get out and do everything, like, right then and there. You know, you just, just got to sit there and cry for, like, the next ten minutes until I get home. This, I don't need to, like, slow everything down and come to a stop and pull over somewhere and feed my baby. It's fine if he waits ten minutes. He's he's not going to die. It might be uncomfortable for him, and it's definitely going to be uncomfortable for you because all you're going to want to do is make your baby stop crying. But I would say, you know. Five ten minutes isn't gonna isn't gonna hurt him. Longer than twenty, maybe you should go check on your baby or help your baby. You know, sometimes it's, it's things like a diaper change that you're not really you don't really know about. You know, you gotta fix that. They don't like that. <laughs> Am I a bad mom if I let my baby watch television? I think this one's a tough one because. Lately, you know, that's like the big thing. We all have screens, we got phones, TVs, tablets, computers, you name it, we got it all. Um, with my kid, it has never been an issue because he will not sit in front of a TV for longer than five minutes before getting bored and he needs to move on to something else. So, I would say normally though, if your kid is like comfortable and fine sitting in front of a TV, you need to make sure that you're doing it at a time where like... I don't know. It shouldn't be all the time, and it probably shouldn't be for more than, like, one or two hours a day, honestly. But, I don't know. I, who am I to say? Who am I to judge? I was put in front of the TV for a while. <laughs> I 
I still am in front of a TV for a while. Will I ever know what my baby's cries mean? Absolutely. It only takes like a week before you're an expert at like, what is this cry? What is this cry? And you're like, yeah, he's hungry or yeah, he's just pissed. <laughs> or he wants, he's just like, wants some lovin's or he's tired. You get it. You get it down. And it's still a thing today as my two-year-old likes to get very angry with me and cry and throw fits. It's not necessarily because he's, like, mad at me or, like, whatever. It's because he's tired. Um... What? <laughs> this is a fantastic question. Is the delivery room post-birth too early for my first drink? Oh, honey... You're, you don't want to be drinking with a baby, a newborn. No. I mean, you can have, you can have like, a, like a glass of wine. If we're talking the normal size glass of wine, not your full to the top glass of wine. But I do not recommend drinking, you know, like drinking when you have a newborn. Who wants to do that? Who wants to take care of all of that? Nobody. We don't need two babies. Ha ha ha. Oh, man. Can I actually use a little something to soothe sore gums? I'm assuming you kind of are talking about, like, like whatever it is, bottle of Jack, maybe, <laughs> that they use to put on the baby's gums. That sometimes can work. I've heard of it working. I think I tried it once. But in the majority of the time teething toys they have medicine at walmart you can go get it's like five bucks you just rub it on their gums it's supposed to numb it it works perfectly there's like a daytime one and then a nighttime one and the nighttime one's supposed to be more like i don't know potent i guess i used it during the day whatever you just gotta do what you gotta do and the, the final question of the hour it gets easier right no. <laughs> every every month, every year, there's a new challenge from compared to the last one. When they're like six months old, all you want to do is have them walk. And by the time they're walking, you wish they weren't. And by the time they're like one year, they're kind of saying a few words like mama, daddy. You're like, oh, I can't wait to have full sentences. I want them to say like, I love you. They do. But then they also say... I hate you, and I want to hit you, and you suck, and stuff like that. It's just fantastic. You're just, you're going to love it so much. I think what I'm looking forward to right now is him being able to, like, fully express himself to me, know, like, all the words, start teaching him ABCs. He's already, like, doing those on a daily basis, counting, stuff like that. And he knows most of his colors and shapes, but I don't know. As soon as he reaches that point, I mean, like... They become super independent, and I am not ready for that. I am still in this, like, where I need him phase, and he's already moved on. I still want him right by my side 24-7. I want to just cuddle him. I don't want him to go. I just want him to sit there and let me give him kisses all the time, and I'll try. I'll be like, you know, give him, like, 10, 15 kisses all at once, and he's like, Mama, no, gross. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't say that. You love me and you love my kisses. You just take them now. 
But I mean, it does get easier technically from the newborn stage because you'll get a lot more sleep and then they'll be able to tell you what they want, but motherhood is hard and I don't think it'll get easier until they're about 18 and out of the house. <laughs> but even then, there's always something, you know? Kids, what are you going to do? I think that about wraps it up for today. Let me know if you have any questions. I don't know how you're going to let me know because this is a podcast. But <laughs> if you know me, you know my Instagram slash Facebook. Message me on there. Tell me what you want to talk about. Let's talk about it. I got a lot of stuff to say about a lot of topics. <laughs> oh, what fun. And sometimes my advice could be bad, but sometimes it could be good. You'll just have to pick and choose. Until next time. Don't lose your kids. Don't drop your kids. Don't drop a phone on your kids like I did when my kid was a week old. And stay safe.